0: Everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is January 21st, 2020, Season 2, Episode 25. We're back again, again, again. again. We were sick, and then we had technical difficulties, but here we are. Clinton, how you feeling? Your hat's I'm, backwards so you I can see... I got my
1: hat on backwards, and I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. Oh my gosh, we're gonna do a great
0: job.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nino, how are you over there?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. Um i have a new microphone which i've already bragged about a lot i told a great toilet story that everybody missed so yeah. uh if you're not if you're listening
0: to the podcast you're not watching live or on youtube i guess i don't know what Clint's.
1: no about. i'm gonna cut out the beginning on youtube even oh god yeah. just for live maybe and I for don't... subscribers to check out for the next month yeah there you go our, uh... oh, that's that's
2: some bonus content <laughs> <Yeah>. right there <laughs> toilet story
0: there we go um yeah, before, yeah you can check us out on facebook and twitter uh party file games uh with a w because it's like birds and you can also email us at gamegoosepodcast at com with any things that you want to say to us
1: yeah even mean things sure
0: we probably won't read the no. mean things on the on air but I, might. I don't
2: i i don't do yeah i bad with mean things i have very thin skin
0: yeah yeah, it's really, like it's like celebrities meet, read mean tweets, but we read mean email, emails, and it's not as fun because we don't have money to go home and wipe our tears with. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're ba- It's been a minute, and we're we're back.
1: What have we been playing? What have you guys been playing? Oh, boy. Starting from 20 minutes ago, played some Thumper. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. Played a little bit of Thumper, played a bit of uh, League of Legends, played some Overwatch. Nice. Got some Overwatch in. Uh, Played some Factorio. Uh, Played some uh, Realm Heroes, something. That that clicker game that I was playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the idle game but uh yeah i don't you know. knew all the games you played this time yeah that was new i'm sure i missed a lot <laughs> right <so>. right <laughs> um since these was
0: in there oh nice um i don't know i'm sure there was more some will pop up when we're talking about news. Yeah. yeah that's how it goes uh neil what have you been playing that you want to talk about
2: um uh, i got back into overwatch still loving it mm-hmm. um Blah blah blah. Um, the uh, I played a little untitled goose game. Um, oh nice!
0: Yeah, I played a bit of that it, as well.
2: It's just a it's just a silly fun little game. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. What else? Uh, a game that I can't say anything about, and then. Well, jeez, I don't know what else, actually. Dan, have I played it? Oh, yeah, shit ton of Divinity. The
0: reason that there's so little games, even though we haven't been here for a while, is that Neil and I just play Divinity almost every time we're online, and it's so good. It's almost perfect. Um, There are small things, but the game is so big, it's one of those things where you can kind of uh, let the small things go, I guess. Um, The biggest issue I've had is that the taunt uh, mechanic like doesn't work, um, and that's been our biggest issue. I think.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of mechanics in the game that the AI is just so smart they don't like it doesn't come into effect. Like when yeah. Dan taunts when our tank taunts, they just know not they just run away from our tank. Yeah. Or he has another thing called like shackles of pain, which if you if anybody attacks him while he has that connected to a person, it will also hurt the person it's connected to, mm-hmm. which is great if your tank does it, but if your computers are too smart, they just go for the rest of your party, who are all super squishy. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it takes all the aggro off your tank mm-hmm. as it shouldn't. Um, and it, yeah, it, it, that's kind of disappointing, but there's we find plenty of ways around it. Yeah.
0: So we just, I just switched that skill out. So uh, people are asking, Divinity is a role-playing game um, and then the battle system is like a s- turn-based strategy. Like yeah, it
1: plays very similar to kind of like how D&D does. Yeah,
0: yeah and that's why this this squad is doing.
1: Yeah, Larian Studios is mm-hmm. the one that made Divinity and they're making the new Baldur's Gate. Yep. Which there's news about coming up soon. Coming up in
0: February. Yeah. They're going to have like a reveal. Um, and for people that think it's too hard, the beginning is the hardest part. I will say that. Once you get the hang of it, um, it is not like a JRPG. A JRPG, I would think, is more like turn-based, where you're like you're like attack. Like there's squares. It's kind of like if you've ever played XCOM.
1: Yeah. That's kind of like yeah. It's like a like. miniatures kind of war mm-hmm. war game. Yes, it's kind of kinda like
2: a JRPG, but fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, claws are out early. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's a, it's really good. Uh, just the taunt mechanic is like annoying because when you get taunted by a computer, you lose control of your character completely. Well, is it
1: based on like your wisdom score or something? And you all have shit wisdom scores. No. If it
2: is, that's bu- no, because he's a a magic user. If it is, it's totally behind the curtain.
0: Yeah. So Divinity Two is a little different. Divinity One is a little more roll the dice <clears throat> percent chance of things happening. Uh, Divinity Two, every character has. Uh, Physical strength and magic... Or uh, physical shield and magic shield. And once those are gone, then you're, like, weak to those effects happening. So, like, things like... um, I don't know. A taunt, I think, is a physical one. I think if they have no physical shield and you taunt them, it'll work. Is what it's supposed to do. And same with, like, charm with magic and people catching on fire with magic and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, but when you get taunted as a player... You lose all control of your character, and then your character runs around and just does dumb stuff. Like it's not what taunt should be. Like it, I would assume that if I was taunted as a um, as a player character, that I would be able to do whatever I wanted, but I would have to attack the character that taunted me. You know, if
2: you wanted to attack at all,
0: right? Um, and then I assume that as a player character, if I taunt the computers. That they would always attack me, or at least not do anything else. They're so smart that if they have a um, area of effect spell, they will use it next to a player that isn't taunting them.
2: So they're so not they can, targeting him. Yes, but they're still hurting you. <laughs> yes, that's how smart
0: the AI is, which is annoying because it's like, well, what's the point? Because you would think like taunt shackles of pain would be like perfect one-two combo and you just can't even do it. So it's fine. We just switched to something else. And that's kind of one of the big complaints when I'm looking at stuff about it. Other than that, I don't really have a lot of complaints. Sometimes the music gets a little repetitive, but it's much better than the first one. Um, and Neil and I are 43 hours in. And we definitely have 60 some more to go. So it's a lot of fun. Um the other thing with the game, like if you're thinking it's too hard, you might be in the wrong place um it's not things don't scale to you so if you go to a spot and something is one level higher than you you should basically almost always turn around and go somewhere i'll else.
2: say they're not doing that as well as they did in the first game In the mm-hmm. first game i kind of the levels worked a lot more uh they were a lot more fluid i kind of knew where mm-hmm. i couldn't go or at least the missions i had led me to where i should be we've guessed wrong a lot of times
0: but we were using weren't we using a guide for the first one a little more
2: um for the second and third levels but okay. for the first level we kind of handled it
0: yeah so you kind of just gotta if you find yourself in a spot where you're like oh this fight is too hard you basically just have to load back and then go somewhere else and be like okay we're not supposed to be here yet where else are we supposed to go so that's that's kind of a, an odd spot yeah i guess i could do that a little better um sometimes you'll be in the middle of a quest and you'll, the quest will be like your level and then suddenly it's not and you're like oh okay apparently we're supposed to only be able to get through half of this quest now now we have to go do another quest and level up before we can finish
2: like, yeah. this one and you better have the save in the right spot or else you're going to lose a lot of that progress
0: yep yep for sure we kind of just had a little weird situation like that but other than that i i love it like i'm for somebody like me to play a game for 43 hours and be like i still want to play like that's pretty rare also the story is a million times better and more followable than the first one. The first one's kind of a lot of like magic. Is it though?
2: Dan, what's happening right now in the game? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I don't want to spoil it. No, so, just
2: give me give me what what are they calling our character?
0: So we're we're the sor- we're sorcerers and the magisters don't like the sorcerers cuz for some oh. reason source is attracting those monsters, the void and that's why okay. the Magisters don't like the sorcerers. Okay? Then we have found out that we've been chosen by the seven gods, each of us by our own god that's our race. So like I have like the undead god and you have the uh your dwarf god and we're supposed to dwarf dwarf Dwarven. dwarf 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 Dwarven god and, god. and uh, we're supposed to <laughs> you big dwarf rise to be, <laughs> become, become the divine which apparently there's going to be some kind of competition. Only one of us can become the divine, we don't know what will happen. That's what they're saying so far. So that we can bring peace to the world and make source and the void kind of, you know, not be such a bad thing anymore. What will I'm be revealed that? I don't know. Yeah. Cause as a divine, we're supposed to be able to eliminate the void. We're supposed to be able to do something to the void. <laughs> that's one of, that's the main storyline. As far as my storyline, it's all different same with yours and our other characters
2: so all right
1: in the timeline is this one after or before
0: after divinity and okay. the first divinity source is bad
1: yeah
0: um you i you're kind of i like i said it's very confusing you are also some kind of god or some higher up like you're not quite a god but you're like guardians of the gods in the first one well, don't you eat a bunch of, like, star stones and, like, become
1: powerful or something?
0: Yeah. They well, you don't, you don't but yeah. <laughs> you, you, were, you were gods in a past life, and then you've forgotten who you were, and then you have to, like, rise to that again to stop a dragon from eating time.
1: Perfect.
2: All right. All I, right. right. We got it. We got it. And, then and these are, these are, first first. are
0: you sure <laughs> this isn't a JRPG? <laughs> it does exactly. sound like one. The first one
2: especially. Sounds it's like actually that. a it's a polish rpg a
0: prpg <laughs> prpg <laughs> but it is it's a lot of fun and uh really really enjoy uh playing it It's fun with friends if you're playing and you think it's too hard um you can always kick it down to, like the story <laughs> mode or just the
1: first the first
0: hour or two if you're playing the what
1: dan is saying if you're playing and you think it's too hard get good get dude. good get good <laughs> No,
0: just push through a little bit longer because the beginning is the hardest part where your character has, like, nothing. Like, you have no skills. You have no good armor. Like, you don't have any focus.
1: So, you'll get there. It's like early levels of D&D where you just die. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um.
2: We've had some pretty fun... The game really lets you test it. Yes. We've had some pretty fun... What some people might consider bullshit... (laughs) But uh, yeah. we've broken the game in a couple of ways that are we found pretty hilarious. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. So if you like to experiment and really see what you can get away with, go for it.
0: They allow you to. There's actually even, I don't know if you know this, Clinton, but in Divinity 2, at least on PC or maybe there's a mod, there's a thing called Dungeon Master Mode where you can create a story and have people play it. So I don't know if that's on console. I didn't see it. I kind of looked through the modes, but... I, as I was going up, they just seemed to be like harder mode. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to look. So I didn't go past them. The
1: yeah, mode. you can make like full campaigns in it, I guess. That's pretty cool.
0: So um, then other than Divinity, when I was sick, I beat two video games in one day. I beat a game called Minute. And despite being called Minute, it probably took me two hours or so um it's because you suck (laughs) you can't beat it in a minute so it's kind of like old school zelda like just kind of this the style um and then every minute you die and you respawn excuse me so then you have to like do these little puzzles and things that you change in the world stay the same so like if you chop down a tree the next minute you have you'll be able to go past that tree So you kind of got to plan every minute of what you're going to do. Sometimes you spend a full minute just going one direction, being like, I hope this is where I'm supposed to go. Um, It was really fun. I recommend it. It's on Game Pass, um, and it's pretty cheap on Switch and things like that uh, if you're just looking for a fun little game. And people play it. It's meant to be played over and over because then at the end, it will tell you how many times you died, how long it took you, things like that. So people will play. I'll never play it over and over. That's not something I like to do, but... um, I enjoyed it. It was interesting. You basically, you get a sword at the beginning, and then you find out very quickly that, that sword is cursed. And you're supposed to take it back to the factory so that they can refund your sword. <laughs> then you find that the factory has been taken over by somebody evil who is cursing off the swords that they're putting out. So, it's kind of silly. Um, and then, speaking of silly games, I played My Name is Pedro, Um, This is a game where you are a man uh, that is followed by a banana that talks to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And the banana kind of tells you what's going on. You wake up in the bottom of a a basement and you find out that you're in the basement of like some mob guys and they use the meat shop as like their front. front. And they also put rat meat and even like people meat in the meat because, you know, they're gangsters. So and it's the nineteen twenties. No. It's I think it's modern times. And so you go and it's a fun like side scroller where you shoot people. If it it could be a Deadpool it could be a Deadpool game. The way it plays and how silly it is reminds me of Deadpool. Like it feels like they were like, We were gonna make a Deadpool game and then Marvel was like, No, thank you. And they're like, Well, we're still gonna make a Deadpool game and just change the skin. Cause just the way he moves and the stuff you do and the fact that there's a banana talking to you. All feels very Deadpool. And that game took me probably three hours as well. But it's fun. There's some platforming uh, parts, but mostly just a lot of blood and shooting people. And when you kill them in certain ways, you can kick their heads at other people. Um, There's like times where there's like a frying pan on the ground and guys will be standing above. And if you keep shooting the frying pan, your bolts will like ricochet off it and kill them all. So it's just like silly, stupid, fun stuff. I recommend
2: it's always looked interesting. I've seen a lot of gameplay.
0: Yep, and it's on Game Pass. I would I would check it out. Um, and then the other game I was playing, whenever whenever Neil's not on to play Divinity, I've been playing Spyro. It's fun. Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten super far. I'm not sure if it's going to get harder or if it's just a game made for children and I am now an adult and being like, oh, this is very easy. Um, the only challenge I've had is, like, I'm trying to 100% every level because just flying through each level is like nothing so i'm taking my time it doesn't really matter like there's not really like a story it really makes me laugh because the story of spyro is there's like an evil troll and he freezes and he like crystallizes all of the big dragons so he can take over the world and so thinking Spyro's is not a threat he doesn't crystallize spyro but i'm not very far in the game and i think i have 20 dragons freed and at this point i'm like why are they not taking over man they got like swords and shields and big hammers and armor and i'm just a little guy at this point i think i'd be like let's take a step back even after you just get the first one you think you'd be like all right thanks bro i got this but it is fun it's uh fun and it looks great all the remastered and stuff like that so anything else uh anybody's playing before we go on uh-
2: i'd probably miss some stuff but let's just keep it moving yeah
0: there's a couple of games i dip my toes into but not enough to talk about so maybe i will as i get farther and i'll talk about them
1: yeah i've just been i haven't played that much actually because i've just been getting ready for new D campaign mm-hmm. which has been awesome so um
0: yeah so i'm uh I'm excited to play some more games, but right now it's just like every time i on, on my Xbox all I want to do is play Divinity. So. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what you like couldn't. Oh I see what you're doing. <laughs> see what you're doing. <laughs> a little ad.
2: No, did you I thought you just like pointed to God. D D <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, let's talk about upcoming games. So today, Tuesday, January 21st, The Sims 4 Tiny Living Stuff comes out for PC, PS4, and Xbox.
1: Which Sims is that for?
0: Uh, that's for Sims 4. And that's where you can get a tiny home. You can make a tiny home now. Just Wait. like those people on HGTV.
2: Oh. So like a super small, efficient home. Yep. Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> So... Yep. You can make your little hipster Sims. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Will they be happy in their tiny homes?
0: I would assume so.
1: I don't think they just make wasn't it. part of like the Sims like one of the things about their like happiness meter was like how many windows they had and like how well many that was yeah. floor space they had. Yeah,
0: and, I don't know about uh, floor space. It's more just like items
2: give no, you environment now in <clears throat> Sims four at least. I don't think they liked being in cramped uh, spaces. But yeah, it's a very capitalistic game. I'm surprised they're letting you go in the other direction.
0: Yeah, who knows? Um, then Thursday, January 23rd, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind comes out for PS4 and Xbox. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners comes for PS4 and PC. And Oddworld Stranger's Wrath HD comes to Switch. If you have not played Str- Oddworld Stranger's Wrath... I highly recommend it. This is a game that came out for, I wanna say I played it on original Xbox. I should have done a little research before I did that. Um, But it is a really fun, silly game. It's like a shooter and all your um, weapons shoot animals and the animals are your ammo.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, it's fun. So I'm excited to check that out um, again. So let's talk about some news. Uh, first, this is from Kotaku, but I mean, almost everything I'm, I'm saying today, widely reported. So Dying Light 2 has been delayed, which joins Final Fantasy 7, The Avengers, Cyberpunk 2077, and the Iron Man VR game. All delayed. Good. Sure. Um, yeah, I was reading this. There's another article by Kotaku saying that like when games are delayed, it actually creates more crunch, which isn't good, because we talk about like that kind of thing um, but at least the game will hopefully be better
2: but... crunch in that now expectations are even higher and they've bought a limited amount of time to to fix the game it, like um, a, oh shit we told them we weren't ready now we really gotta be ready by the second deadline I can't remember I read this a couple days ago and all
0: I remember is the headline. to tell you the truth but yeah, okay. some that some you can go check out. Um, maybe Clinton can look at it while I'm while I'm reading the next story. But yeah, so all those have been delayed. I'm sure more games will be delayed. That's just how it goes. Um, this one ties into Clinton's uh, favorite movie of all time, Pokemon: Mewtwo Strikes Back. That the new the remake Evolution is coming to netflix that's what will premiere on february 27th 2020 so in a little over a month we can watch it and see if clinton's favorite song is in it
2: i was gonna say do they are they redoing the soundtrack
0: oh i don't know this is from ign by the way um it looks interesting i thought it was gonna be but it looks almost like claymation it's cgi it's It's cgi yeah yeah but it's uh it's it's interesting, um, so <laughs> we'll we'll see. There's even a little trailer. Um, I yeah, I want to know if they're gonna have that song in there. Clinton's hoping yeah. for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Give me that verse again. <laughs> Something about my brothers. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Brother, my brother. <laughs>
2: what okay. do we fight and fold yeah, that's that yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so bad, <yeah>. fucking bad <laughs> 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 um, and then this is from game informer so they announced that there are going to be six more fighters coming to super smash Brothers ultimate and another um, fighter pass so get ready for more fire elf em- <laughs> characters six more <laughs>
2: Yeah, they released uh, another character what last week, and it mm. turned out to be another Fire Emblem. Um, t- to which I think, uh, to the subreddits uh, uh, collective, it, they didn't explode, but it was very much met with a "All right." Yeah, even like <laughs> a lot of people are saying, like, "I love Fire Emblem, and this is not who I wanted." <laughs> yeah,
0: um, even like on Facebook, when like I saw the articles and the announcements, like everybody was like angry reacting. <laughs> like that was the number one reaction. I don't know like I don't know much about fire emblem at all. Is it super popular in Japan? Like I know it's super popular even here, but is it like to the next level to the point where they would even want another fire emblem character? I don't know. I'm just trying to get a vibe from. Uh,
2: I wouldn't I would say you need to take back that super super popular tag in the US. Sure, it's popular among the people that play those type of games. But in all my years of talking to Nintendo fans, I've never met one until a month ago that said, oh yeah, Fire Emblem, fuck yeah. Yeah. Never.
0: I don't know, man. I know a lot of people that are in this kind of stuff, though, and that are Nintendo fans. I know a lot of people that like Fire Emblem. So, I don't know. But, like, it it was, like, the top-selling game this year. I don't even... Maybe in the U.S. for Switch, too. I don't know if that's right or not. But... I remember it was like their top selling game of the year, which is probably why they're pushing so much here.
1: But I know people who really like Three Houses and like were Mm. super pumped about it and thought it was an amazing game. So Mm. and like that's people that I wouldn't think normally would play it thought it was yeah super amazing and had a lot of I'm
2: not against it. I would love (laughs) to try it sometime. Um, but I literally never heard anybody loud of a Fire Emblem game until last month. Hmm. in my 28 years on this earth
0: yeah but I don't think you hung with that that crowd (laughs) which I mean I get it It is a separate crowd than like but we'll see it was yeah it was the best selling entry in their franchise I'm trying to find out if it was uh, the best selling Switch game of that year Um, it's the 15th Top selling Switch game, but I can't tell that's like overall. I don't know. Don't know waste my time anymore. I don't think people who like it or didn't don't like it were pumped about it overall. It was just kind of like the most um I think it was just kind of the the most boring
1: choice they could make. Yeah. Yeah. Like this conversation. <laughs>
0: Dang! Oh! Where
1: are the claws today, boy? What's happening? I don't
0: know. Everyone starts feeling better and gosh anyway so six more characters are coming if you want to do that and last no, not a surprise to anybody sony is skipping e3 again doing their own thing
1: yeah i think, I think that's so. gonna be i think e3 is just not gonna be a trade show anymore it's yeah. just gonna be a convention yeah which is fine it's just a different different kind
0: of beast yep it's gonna be different microsoft will Still, probably hang on, hang out with them. Yeah, because they don't really do anything. Nintendo will kind of like have like their treehouse do, and yeah. stuff.
1: So do tournaments at it. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's a turning into convention. It's not a trade show anymore. It's mm-hmm. turning into a convention because yeah. like, they last year they released like what four thousand tickets or something to just the general public. Or was right. it more than that even?
0: Yeah, they started doing general public a couple years ago, and now yeah. they keep they keep increasing it yeah. every so. year. So that'll be interesting. All right, anything else before we go to break? All right, we'll go to break, and we'll see you guys in a bit. (laughs) Welcome back to Game Goose. (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about... Oh, that's last week's. Today, we are going to talk about video game leaks. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to do. Neil, do you want to start off? You kind of had a... We all kind of did... Oh well, you don't have to. I can start it off. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'll start it off. It, it, just to, uh, I think we'll end this. It, it'll give us a lens to view your leaks through. Okay. Which is the grossest thing I've said all day. <laughs> um, don't
1: touch me. No. Why are your legs out there? Why are your legs out there? Stretching them.
2: <laughs> this is why my toilet started leaking today. What's that? You
1: stretching your legs?
2: No, because I knew we were doing leakage. I just got leaks on the brains. <laughs> And I, That's I, gross. I, it manifested itself into my life. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I want to start you guys off with uh, a quote Forbes posted on an article they wrote about Kotaku, um, and w- why Kotaku leaking some information was the right thing to do. William Randolph Hearst said, News is something that somebody doesn't want printed. All else is advertising. And while I do find a good amount of truth in that, quote, I never want to see it at the top of an article about fucking video games. You just go fuck yourself, Forbes. Um, And on that note... (laughs) All right. I, 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 <laughs> why, why is everybody I so angry today? <laughs> I'm not angry. Okay, I was. I just thought that was it's just super high minded, and I I want to put this blanket over over the rest of our conversation because um, in all the articles I read, somebody would always mention something about how trivial this may seem, mm. and nobody ever had a definitive yes, this doesn't really matter, or no, we need to treat it like it matters. And I think that that decision needs to be made um, from both ends. Um, you know, from a journal, journalistic integrity side, and then from the leaks will happen. Um, so from also the side of a corporation and how they respond to it. Um, Kotaku has been, as we've talked about before, they've been... It, involved with a number of leaks. Uh, Most importantly, Fallout 4, which then led Bethesda to ban them from previewing and reviewing games. And then, to a lesser degree, Ubisoft, um, they leaked something to the effect that... uh, Kotaku leaked something to the effect that uh, Ubisoft was working on two Assassin's Creed's at the same time, Black Flag and Unity... One of one of the, is it Unity?
0: I don't know. I don't know. There is one of them that is Origins.
2: Oh. No, not Origins. Mm-mm. Odyssey. Before that, Odd. No, that, Origins.
1: No, Before. it would be it would be Unity's the English twins.
2: Yeah, it's Unity. It's Unity. Um. Anyways, so that's what they leaked. Uh ultimately, if you if you told me about that leak, I don't find it too exciting. I'm not. I'm not really big into those franchises and if you just tell me those games exist like hey they're working on two games i'd be i'd say oh yeah that's what they do i i guess thanks for telling me but uh, i kind of assumed that was happening so uh anyways i want to tell a story about one of all of our favorite franchises (laughs) and that is call of duty modern warfare the third one in particular. How many um, are there now? I don't, I don't. I stopped playing after two or one, even. Um, I think they just went back to Call of Duty Modern Warf- Warfare, but it's actually like four or five. But anyways, uh, so Kotaku again uh, released some information about this game, and uh, before this had happened, leaks have hap- uh Fallout Four had been leaked, stuff like that. Um, and corporate uh, corporations had had, had bad re- bad reactions to it, um, which which just it, it just gets ugly. Uh, you know, it's uh, it nobody wants a beef between one of the number one gaming uh, news outlets and a fan favorite uh, developer. It just doesn't look good for anyone. I'm sure it's entertaining to write about for some time, but at a certain point. To like sell your shit, again, this is video games. Uh, but, as you know, a- as video games become a multi-billion dollar industry, at a certain point, leaks do need to affect, will affect the bottom line. But here's one story um, where the CEO of Ubisoft's uh, of, excuse me, of Activision, handled it pretty well. Uh, and I just thought there were some interesting quotes here. Apparently, Aaron Hirsch, er, sorry, Eric Hirschberg, who was the CEO at the time, I don't know if he still is, um, was was at a physical therapist. Uh, they were coming, they were close to uh, finishing Modern Warfare 3, but still plenty of steps beyond that. Um so, he was he was getting a massage or something, and his phone started vibrating like crazy, and he found out that somebody had released a bunch of information to specifically Kotaku, um, and Kotaku had published an article. And now, this was... Uh, this leak seemed a little more damaging than the one I talked about earlier, where somebody just confirmed that Ubisoft was working on two games, and this one... um they, they publish major plot points about Modern warf- uh, war- Warfare 3, saying that, and nobody knew this, it was going to pick up directly after where 2 ended. It would resolve plot lines, and some some of your favorite characters would be returning, and stuff like that. Which, if you want to read about that stuff, go ahead. Uh, I think that, you know, it, it sates a curiosity. I guess it's kind of just like an early teaser reveal. Um but instead of freaking out about this, and there was some other stuff in there like about what what multiplayer modes and blah, blah, blah. Uh, he went in and he told his P- PR team, uh, what was the sentence? Uh, if this leak never happened, we wouldn't be able to do blank. And that blank is uh, uh, is deliberate in that, okay, so this has happened. Um, instead of using all of our resources or just publishing, we will find the leaker. Yada yada. Get, you know, getting in a shouting match with Kotaku. Let's figure out how we can use what has happened today as as a benefit. Um, right off the bat, they found out that their video game and their company was the most talked about and tweeted and Googled uh, video game related uh, companies that day and further on into the week, it remained the same thing. So automatically they're thinking, this is just the release. It's not how, it's not how we planned it. It's not how we want it to go. But, but because of that, because it wasn't our choice, it has drummed up so much more business for us, so much more internet traffic. Um, and they released a statement, something to like, this isn't the fans fault. Um, this isn't really Kotaku's fault. They were given information and they ran with it. We need to... We don't want to punish anybody for this happening. And they just started slowly releasing the kernels that would have been their their reveal trailer, or th- the stuff that they would have said during the reveal. Just slowly, day by day, gave everybody a little bit more, you know? The first one's free. Just drip it, drip it, drip it. And that kept, that kept the... Uh, the momentum through the release and Modern Warfare through three outsold all previous Modern Warfare's or Call of Duties by millions of units, which pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and not not at all how Bethesda handled their their situation, which right. still looks ugly today. And same with Ubisoft. Um, so i want to look through your stories as with a couple of questions because i don't have my mind made up on this yeah uh should we fault kotaku or any other outlet Mm -hmm. it's not just them uh for publishing leaks uh do we think uh and do in the example i just laid out do we think that do I think Activision' uh, Activision situation is unique in that in that uh, leaking a Call of Duty game is kind of trivial in the sense that it's a Call of Duty game, right? Like it's a competitive online multiplayer shooter, and uh, you just told us some story points, like right. that's really not the meat. Whereas if somebody leaked, I don't know. <sighs> Control, which yeah. was a triple a game that really had interesting mechanics and stuff like that would, would that affect their bottom line in a different way would that take the wind out of their release right and, and actually hurt a company
0: yeah it's interesting I think it's an interesting thing to talk about depending because I think we can talk about it I think after we've heard everything um, I'm gonna do mine next because um, Clinton, yours is about a leaker specifically, right?
1: Yeah, okay. and it's not yeah so we can yeah. kind of get It's into a m- minor league leaker.
0: Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna talk about Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and Nintendo 3ds and I picked this because um, it shows how many different ways things can leak. because I think when we think about leaks, the first thing that comes to your mind is like someone inter- had internal information and gave it to a um, news site, right? which there's so many other ways that it can uh, that things can get out. I also picked this because it was one of the most leaked games um, that Nintendo's had to deal with. They just kind of couldn't get control of it. And also, um, it had one of the biggest leaks in Smash history. Because um, Smash Brothers is kind of something that they kind of trickle out characters and things like that. So it's kind of something they've always tried to control, and they really lost control of it. Um, so this is the one for Wii U and 3DS, which is the one right before Ultimate. Ultimate. Just for context, which is the current one for Switch. Uh, So the Omega Battlefield leak. Uh, First, this was during the E3 2013 Developer Direct for Super Smash Bros. Four. A clip was shown that detected Mario and Mega Man on the ultimate form of Battlefield, despite, or sorry, Omega form of Battlefield, despite the Omega forms not having been officially revealed. However, very few people noticed it, and the stage was brushed off as regular Battlefield. The Omega forms uh, were formally unveiled. In the April 2014, Super Smash Bros. Nintendo Direct, with the Omega form of Battlefield being identical to what was seen in the developer Direct. So Nintendo leaked it, or at least teased it, without anyone knowing. Then there's Jigenstein's leak. In early May 2014, a GameFAQs user named Jigenstein's posted a topic titled Two New Characters, in which they claimed Luciana or Lucina... And Robin would be playable characters. They both add, and they both had the male and female versions of Robin would be available, and they would fight using magic. And those were confirmed to be accurate. No one knows, found out who he was or how he found out. Then there's a whole. This one's a little longer. So these are Smashboards users by the name of Ninka Kiwi. Posted that he knew a friend that was playtesting Super Smash Bros. 4, though he did not divulge any specific information other than Mario and Charizard would have new palette swaps, with Mario in particular having new blue costume. Later on, he came forward with new information which included that Lucas, Wolf, Ice Climbers, and Snake were cut while Shulk, Dr. Mario, Dark Pit, Bowser Jr., and the Koopa Clown Car, with all seven Kooplings as alternative costumes, and the Duck Hunt dog, would be new characters. Uh, it was initially disbelieved because it was too outlandish. Which ended up being very, very true. <laughs> a friend of uh, Ninka who gave him the information named Shun contacted the Smash Bros. user by the name of Neo Zero, who revealed to him that he got the invitation, got the information he revealed to Ninka from his own friend, and revealed that his friend recreated and posted two of the palettes on Imager before E three two thousand fourteen. So basically, someone just like confirmed the leak for him. So while this was going on, apparently, completely independent source uh, posted a uh, something on 4chan. Uh, containing shulk the chorus men Mewtwo, ridley and dixie kong a duck hunt dog and bowser jr containing two new characters unique uh, that were um kind of like fighting the ninka leak but was not ended up not being true um so there was just like this kind of after that true leak came out there was this huge kind of flood of false leaks um so i don't know that's just like an interesting thing that happens as well um people never really know what's real and what's not unless so it's i think nintendo kind of takes a more standoffish because especially with smash so many people are going to just put out garbage um, and say that this is real and this is not and it's hard to tell what's real and what's not with them but it was just kind of a big mess at the time then came a big one so this was the most notable leak in super smash brothers history and it took a uh, placed shortly before the release of the um, Super Smash Brothers for 3DS in Japan, which came out first uh, before you could play it on Wii U. This leak managed to reveal the entire base rosters of characters, (laughs) including Jigglypuff, Ness, Ganondorf, Dr. Mario, Falco, Mr. Game & Watch, Wario, Rob, Bowser Jr., Duck Hunt, Dark Pit, and Shulk, none of whom were announced at the time. So it was was initially uh, considered fake by many. The leak gained momentum and popularity after several gameplay videos featuring Shulk, Bowser Jr., Ganondorf were released and shortly after Shulk was officially announced. YouTube footage of those characters were shortly taken down by Nintendo of America. So the leak additionally featured several photos of content that was sent to the uh, ESRB. So basically they had sent the content to be rated and somebody who worked for the ratings board put it on the internet um and also Which, yep
2: to put in other perspective i mean that's pretty clear mm-hmm. but i mean imagine the news that would be if if somebody shot out a, a scene of once upon a time in hollywood right while tarantino was getting it that would be i mean that would be global news
0: right or just like an avengers movie even yeah <laughs> like, oh just, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: just like even any major so film
0: yeah any major film so it's the same thing basically someone who was they trusted to play the game and rate it based on you know well if, i don't think they played the is. game so. well they look through content yeah, yeah it's video content and things because they ask you to send like the worst parts of the game so they probably show um you know fighting and things like that yeah um one piece of the content that had been sent to the sdrb and had leaked had a trophy of the fire emblem character and i Probably going to mess this up. T-H-A-R-J-A. Tarja? I don't know. Anyway, uh, did not appear in the final <laughs> game. The Clint look you gave me shit.
2: Yep. Clint was not going <laughs> to was, was, was help. Man.
0: You <laughs> I was looking for, for a lifesaver, and you just let me down there, buddy.
2: It was not there. <laughs>
0: uh, so, Tarza. Okay. Thank you, chat. Uh, so she was supposed to be a um, trophy, but apparently she was <laughs> not in the final game. I don't think that says
1: Tarz. I don't know.
0: Tarzha. <laughs> that says za-
1: Thar. thar? <laughs> Tarzha. Anyhow. Yeah,
0: tar-za. Tarzan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, didn't come to the final game because she had a revealing outfit and so her trophy was cut. So it got a lower content yeah, rating. Get that
1: shit out of here. No. Keep your boobs to yourself. Yeah, keep your Tarzan.
0: boost to yourself, ladies. <laughs>
2: JRPGs.
0: Um, so that was kind of the biggest one uh, that had happened. But then there was a couple others. The Ganondorf League. This one is interesting because it was 100% on Nintendo. So Ganondorf was accidentally shown prior to his reveal in a video posted by Nintendo on August 29th, in which you can be seen off screen while Pikachu is taunting. So you know when you have the screen to a certain point and characters are not on it, it has a little circle with their yeah. logo in it. That's what happened. And Nintendo ah. put that off themselves. <laughs> the same video was later re-uploaded on September 1st, edited so Ganondorf could no longer be seen off-screen. <laughs> so Nintendo put it out, and they were like, "Whoops!" <laughs> and they took it back. And the original video is now unlisted. Then again, Ganondorf was mentioned on October 10th <laughs> in a uh, "Pick of the Day" post discussing the home run contest. At the end of the post, a uh, developer remarked, "I wonder if Ganondorf gives you some advantage, despite Ganondorf not having yet been formally revealed." <laughs>
2: uh.
0: He was officially revealed five days later on October fifteenth, and is one of the few characters to be leaked multiple times by official material.
2: Can can we can we hypothesize for a second here? Yeah, we're we're talking about we're talking about a fighting game roster here. I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately, all of these le- boil down to whether they seem tri- trivial or not. Intellectual property. Yeah. Um, if if you release it before it is, you know, before it is public that is some sort of felony or uh, it's probably a felony in intellectual property theft yeah. and if you do it to a Japanese com- company and then all of a sudden it's an international crime anyways so legally there could be a lot of ramifications for this but let's look at us as Smash Brothers players. Mm-hmm. We you see the entire Super Smash Brothers roster uh, let's say a month before it would be would have been officially released, or at least until they when they start trickling out characters slowly. Mm-hmm. What what does that do to you as the consumer? Um, we're a bad population because we would probably all say like, you know, I'm going to buy it either anyway, way. Yeah. What percent of the consumers go? Oh, I'm not going to buy this. They took Snake out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's a lot. What
2: what damage does this particular leak really do?
0: Yeah, like I don't know. Like Ganondorf, I I don't know. And it's just weird. It seems like they had maybe been planning to reveal him earlier, and then they didn't because this is officially Nintendo putting out these videos. Well, I mean,
1: you have what? You have sixty characters. You're Mm -hmm. trying to keep track of. Like someone, someone's gonna fall through the cracks. Yeah. And like, and like Neil's saying, at the end of the day, does this really matter? Does yeah, it really change anyone's thoughts on the game at no. all?
0: it's just that I, I don't know if Danica <clears throat> in the chat meant this, um, but they're trying to control hype. So they don't want like a whole dump the month before. And then you have a whole month of no one talking about smash brothers. Cause yeah. it's yeah. all out there. So like the that idea was- is just to, like kind of, you know, hold it off. Does it change sales? I mean, maybe to some extent, depending.
1: I don't think, like, Ganondorf being leaked five days earlier right. was going to make any difference, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, in all of my hypothesizing, one of the only concrete things I could think of is that, yes, maybe they had a whole advertising rollout where mm-hmm. they had brought in another, you know, they had brought in an agency and they mm-hmm. had ads that were You know, rolling out these new characters that just weren't going to hit the way they thought they were now. They wouldn't get that big internet spike and truth be told, they probably still will. You got a leak and now people are excited to even know that your boy Shulk is in it. And then you go on Kotaku two weeks later and he has a 60 second highlight video. Awesome. Definitely going to watch that.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyways, then there was the Great Cave Offensive leak. Um, that was kind of a similar thing. Uh, Super Smash Brothers official Facebook page posted a picture of Kirby and Pikachu riding in a minecart. Um, I don't know if that's a leak or a tease. I don't know if I consider it a leak. It's kind of boring. But, um, then there was an Amazon leak. So a month prior to Super Smash Brothers for Wii U's release in North America... Amazon put up a page to allow consumers to reserve copies of games. This is probably one of the most common forms of leaking. Actually, is when a retailer accidentally puts information up that's not supposed to. Yeah,
1: that's kind of what mine my story is about. Yeah.
2: Um, Wait, did you guys hear that? The The siren? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if it was less. So it wasn't as it wasn't as bad. bad.
1: It was so quiet. It was barely. Yeah. uh, you could. It was like. (laughs) 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 Um,
0: Go on. So, the product description for the game had a lot of stuff that hadn't been revealed. So, it said, whether you're creating stages on the gamepad, competing in challenges crafted by Master Hand and Crazy Hand, or outwitting your opponents in a brand new board game mode, there's no doubt that the ultimate Super- Smash Brothers game has arrived. <laughs> so, uh, none of those had been brought up, and eventually they started doing a Wii U 50-fact extravaganza that, like, put all those out. But that's pretty common. Uh, Walmart Canada has gotten in trouble two times, I think, for leaking games just as a whole. Games that weren't even revealed would show up on their website and people would be like, "Whoa, okay, apparently that's coming out. And then this is also a really common form of uh, leaking, but Roy and Ryu um, were in the data for the game um, and people just data mined it. it, even though they were DLC and hadn't yeah. been released. So I think developers are getting better at that, just kind of not having <laughs> the stuff in the game. Um, but yeah, there's a basically a whole big thing on how that came around that I'm not going to read. Um, but just I just thought it was interesting that there were so many leaks and from so many places, including Nintendo officially. Yeah. Internal leaks, external leaks.
1: So what was kind of their response to some of those things? Um, you know,
0: I didn't see a whole lot about the response.
1: Uh, like I said, they
0: couldn't even figure out who these people were. I'm sure that they had an internal talking with esrb what it didn't really make you know like news what they talked to because that's like a whole situation that's a different situation you know i know now nintendo will like track people down but at this time you know nintendo's a little bit behind the curve curve when the wii u was coming out they weren't really like up on all this like online stuff now (laughs) that that's so common now so um and they didn't, obviously they didn't respond to their own leaking. The only thing they did was pull their videos. And they pulled other videos from the ESRB leak as well on YouTube, but it doesn't seem like they took any legal action or anything against them.
2: So. I I think a, a real, just because I see it in chat right now, a, an example of a good leak was mm-hmm. definitely uh, the Pokemon. Well, nothing really came of it but the Pokemon Sword and Shield, Mm -hmm. where everybody, where footage was uh, released and people found out that they were just reusing animations and that it truly wasn't a new game. A lot of it was recycled and it wasn't going to live up to what it could be. Granted, I'm sure, and fans will agree with me, I'm sure sure it was a little overhyped or maybe expectations were too high for a game that is held in such revere in our childhood. Um, but still, it exposed a shitty business pra- practice that was unfortunately not resolved. But I would say, as far as journalism goes, that's what they're there to do. That's for the best.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Glenn, you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, so I took it from a different way. I kind of Googled leaks and things, trying to find something interesting. And I found a article on Kotaku written by Steven Ulakovich uh Yulikovic, something like that his uh his online handle is like gaming pessimist or something i think too i'll find that later here but uh he this title of this uh article is called i got F- internet famous leaking game info from toys r us so he worked in Toys R Us. Oh, I've
0: read this. This is a good article.
1: Yeah, he worked in Toys R Us for I don't know X amount of years. He says in here how long in the mid two thousands. Uh, so he worked in the like electronics department. Mm-hmm. Uh and so like it first started out where he was on like IGN forums and he there's like a little counter that says like how many people are following you and it, like gives you clout on the website as far as like people reading your comments and like actually like giving you kind of the time of day. And so like it started out where he was writing all these comments and things and trying to gain clout and then started working at Toys R Us found this sale was going to happen there's like a buy two get one free sale which I think Target does all the time now but uh, it was like the only kind of sale of its kind and so he figured out when it was and like what game systems and what games and things and so he posted on the website like hey here's when the sale is and like said, kind of some of the information about it. And it was like two or three weeks before Toys R Us was going to announce anything. And so like people are like following him now to get Mm -hmm. news on when this sale is happening. Uh, And so he's getting this kind of like high from releasing this information. Right.
0: Getting like internet, fake internet
1: points. Yeah. So then he's getting more and more of these kinds of things. Uh, It's the mid 2000s. So there's not a whole lot of like, places you can find news for games and things but he's got some clout now on IGN uh, but it's like getting to that point where he's like alright well I've got my clout or whatever here's kind of the stuff like here's the new stuff on it like here's the new sale this week or this year or whatever uh, and people are like going to him like hey man hitting him up in September right. and the sale happens every October hitting him up every September like hey man when's the sale like what's going on uh, but then he starts uh, noticing, like, games come in before they get released. And so he's taking the games out of their packaging and slipping money into the case in case anyone finds it. Because he, he feels bad. He feels like he's a thief if he right. doesn't pay for it. So he's taking the games out of the packaging, slipping money into it, and then stashing that, like, opened one somewhere. And then takes it home days before it's supposed to be released. Right. And then he's playing it. So like this is like uh, I don't know if it's the first one or just the one he got the most kind of treading, the most tread on, but uh, when Halo 3 was released Mm -hmm. it came in like a whole week before it was released. Right. And so he pulls it out and like is playing, disconnects his Xbox from the internet and everything uh, and plays it over the long weekend and then posts kind of An in-depth review uh, using, like, uh, IGN's review style. Gotcha. So, like, people are thinking it's like, an actual IGN review and he's getting all these messages. And, like, I guess it just became, like, way too much. Right. Where he was getting, like, bombarded with questions and, like, people were getting mad when he wouldn't answer them. But he's, like, getting too famous now at this point. He's getting, like, nervous He's worried that he's gonna get caught, mm. and uh, the
2: paranoia seems yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah.
1: So he and he's like even has like uh, quotes in here. It's like I talked a lot of ill about my job, but in the end, I still loved it. I didn't want to lose it, but I just couldn't pass up this opportunity, for, right? Like, gaining clout and getting to play the games early and all this stuff. And I guess one day his manager was talking to him, just like standing there talking, and, he, and asked him like, "Hey, are you the one that's?" releasing all this information to the internet right and i guess he didn't even lie to him he just like he's like well do you have enough information like do you have enough proof to fire me Uh and the boss was like well no we don't he's like oh okay (laughs) it was like all that like the came of the conversation because i guess he was like pretty like a pretty good worker so they didn't want to lose him (laughs) but his boss was just like uh, yeah, man, is this you? <laughs> He's just like, hey, Do you, can you prove it? Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. He said that he suspected it was me from my writing style, but they didn't have enough evidence to go forward with what would likely have been my termination. Huh. So, Why
2: does your Toys R Us manager know your pros?
1: I don't know, but he yeah. says I knew it dodged a bullet, but I just couldn't stop posting leaks to the internet. The attention and sense of belonging were just too good, and so this is like mid two thousands through like early, to, or early to mid teen twenty teens, I guess, uh, where he's just getting games early, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Busting him open. When did he quit? Or like, did he? When did he stop doing? It? When he quit his job? Or uh, yeah, it sounds like eventually he uh, he. I don't remember how it ends actually. Uh, he worked there for fifteen years. He said, "Jeez, uh, um, that is a long time to work at Toys R Us." Yeah. Uh. Yeah, hey, no, man. it doesn't say.
2: There's no little jobs, just little people.
1: That's a long time to work at Toys R Us. Yeah, he said, <laughs> "I, I found my." On- When he finally stopped, he said, uh, uh, I found myself a strange mix of sad and relieved, and I knew, especially given the risks I'd taken, that it might be time to hang up my hat. I no longer wanted to pursue internet fame. I would still take games home during the years that followed, the high of getting a copy of a game before anyone else was still there, but I never chased internet fame again. So he's still stealing games from <laughs> Toys R Us, from Toys R Us, but just for his own enjoyment now. That's crazy. But it's an interesting uh, article. You should read it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it sounds like he's yeah he. So it's like just kind of about how easy it is mm-hmm. for someone in a retail setting to leak these things because Not there's of a GameStop, <laughs> so yeah. many eyes on it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't. This is the mid 2000s. Yeah, too. yeah. Like so, as far as getting uh as far as getting information spread out to retail places without it getting leaked i think is it's an interesting kind of thing
0: yeah because like we would get games at gamestop like a week or two weeks even before they came out Mm -hmm. and they would sit the back room in gamestop is like the size of like an outhouse yeah (laughs) like there is no room back there. And people think that's like, a warehouse where we're like, oh, you're out of Halo? Let me just go in the back where we have a million. Like, no. <laughs> there's, like, we don't have a whole bunch of everything except for new games. So, like, you go in the back and there'd be, like, there was, like, one shelf that had just kind of the extra used games that there were a lot of. So, you would have, like, a lot of your old Halos. You'd have a lot, you know, just, but not a whole lot. Maybe, like, one extra row of, like, a lot of Halos, a lot of Call of Duties, a lot <coughs> of... Uh, NFL or, um, yeah, like all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, Madden, that's what I meant. And then we would get these shipments of games and it would take up the whole back room and it would be so tempting. Like I had to stare at Skyrim, like in a case, like hundreds of copies of Skyrim every day at work for weeks. And there are just like, this room's the size of an outhouse and there are like six cameras at (laughs) home. Like, they wanted to make sure that no GameStop employees took that stuff. Yeah. Like, there were constantly cameras on you to make sure you couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. And he talks about that, too. Kind mm-hmm. of, like, knowing the places where there were and weren't cameras. And, yeah. like, popping games open yeah, you in a way that you couldn't – you wouldn't notice unless you were looking for it and mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting kind of idea of, like – this guy doesn't get anything out of it. Right. Yeah. Other than just like he says a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. like, and like a, some, some internet clout to be kind of like the guy that leaks the Toys R Us sale every September. Right. <laughs> like, Yeah. He just gets to be cool in his peers eyes and stuff. So it's an interesting kind of like what drives people to post leaks in, right. in a low stakes kind of industry like video games. Right. It's like no one's gonna get hurt from like someone leaking this news. It's not yeah. like someone is. It's not like they're whistleblowers reporting on like massive ecosystem damage right, or yeah. something. It's just like, oh yeah, Trevor is in Grand Theft Auto Six or something. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like too wild or crazy.
2: Do you well, think? Well, now let's let's take a. Well, my question might be long, Dan.
0: Oh, I was gonna say. Do you think that? I'm sure this has happened. I don't know if we have any confirmed. Do you think that a company's ever leaked something on purpose? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of like leaks are just a company doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. that
0: would be that'll be interesting.
1: I um, mean, like it's a good way to kind of test the waters on mm-hmm. things. Like you put out something and see kind of like what it, what the community reaction to is mm-hmm. it to, is to it is. So do I you think mean, if you get Blizzard
2: Blizzard did that with Sombra. Um, after Anna was kind of leaked, at least we figured out what her abilities were, not exactly who the character was. Um, people did a sim- similar thing with Sombra. And then Blizzard went ahead and was like, okay, they got some of the crumbs and they did the ARG around Sombra, which ended yeah. up being great marketing for them. But initially was not the plan. Yeah.
0: So do you think if you get, you have some kind of, somehow you stumble upon this information and you're the only person that has it, is it unethical to send it to Kotaku? Is it unethical to kind of send it to that microphone? To put it on 4chan? To put it on Twitter? To put it on, just out there?
2: Uh, it, well, are we doing unethical or illegal?
0: Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that you are... You're not an employee. Well, I, think, I de- think if you're an employee, you sign it, non-disclosure, well, yeah, as I say, I a non disclosure. I think it depends
1: on how you got yeah. the information. But let's say your
0: friend has signed <laughs> a non disclosure and then he just gives you a bunch of photos that he's not hes not supposed to give you, but now you have them. Unethical to send it to. How good of a friend is he?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, oh,
1: cause oh your you're trying to.
2: Dumbass. Yeah, yeah, uh, was stupid. Well, no, it's incredibly unethical still. you I mean, your friend made a terrible decision and. Yeah. Uh, you could get him fired and their lo- if unless you got a sweet ass legal team i bet they find a good way to come at you too yeah that's probably true well,
1: i don't think there's any i don't think there's any if so if i this say it this way i find a flash drive mm-hmm. on the street okay. plug it in it's full of things about grand theft auto 6 okay there's no way in hell i'm not sending that to kotaku <laughs> Okay. I didn't fu- I didn't come across it right. illegally. I didn't have an NDA. I didn't... There's right, yeah. no, like, moral reason for right. me to not do it.
0: Okay, that's interesting. When Kotaku yep. spreads leaks, are they reporting on leaks, or are they getting information and then
2: putting it out there? They that, always they're say... They're reporting on a game. Okay. I mean... They always say, and we, uh, we got this from a trusted, unidentified source. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay, interesting. Um yeah okay I can agree with that I think I would definitely send it yeah I guess so
1: yeah there's no I don't know I don't see any moral quandary in that. yeah
0: if my friend gave me something I'd be like dude if you have an NDA if
1: like it, fucking put this away I, yeah. f- I see less of a moral quandary in doing that rather than just like posting like so like say I got a finished game mm-hmm. and I just posted it on Pirate Bay right that I can see a moral quandary in. Right, right posting dude, yeah. sending it to Kotaku for them to report on no yeah I don't see well, Now,
2: what if Kotaku right? verified your in- information and offered you, I don't know, five grand?
0: I take it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but <laughs> you found But the... <laughs>
2: in there, they have paid you $5,000 for somebody else's intellectual property.
1: Yeah, but it, they're not like distributing it. I mean, like, yeah, they're not
2: distributing they're it. They're about it. They to are... report on it. They're going to put a bunch of photos out in the world.
1: Well, that's fine. They're not sending like, that the product. game out, though. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I think it's
1: that's a bounty. It's a bounty. <laughs> it's a bounty.
2: <laughs> no, because then that incentivizes it.
0: See, I don't know if they would put pictures out. I feel like they would just report on it. Because if it's truly illegal to put the pictures out, they're not going to, but I don't think it'd be illegal to be like, hey, someone found this and this is what's in it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wanna say
1: I don't think they would ever send you money for something like that. I don't think they would either. I but... think they'd say thank you. If they want from, to send me money, I'll take it. I don't care.
2: <laughs> flipped from the uh,
1: I'm in in sending them that I'm not hurting the bottom line yeah. via sending it out for piracy or something like that.
2: Yeah, as opposed to that, yeah. So the inverse of the Super Smash Brothers roster leak earlier, which ultimately I think we all agreed. Does not affect the game at all, right? What if, and people were shaky about it, but they didn't know it was gonna be what it ended up being? Let's say this Toys R Us brony got a Fallout 74 a week before it was released. Yes, it's an online game, you wouldn't have been able 76, to. 76, you mean? Full- yeah, 76. Okay. Sorry.
0: I was like, Is he making up a new game for some reason? Yeah, it's okay. the
2: prequel to 76, yeah, okay. Um, now. That would do two things. Yeah. One, expose a game that was not ready to be le- to be released mm. and definitely affect the bottom line. But number two, I think there's also a bit of night night and shining armor there. Like Yeah, hey, but if so he got maybe, uh,
0: if he somehow had some kind of version of the game and played it, it was like it's not ready, I feel like everyone would be like, duh, that's why it's not out yet.
2: No, I'm talking about I, I said a week before our release.
1: Well, a week before release, it was still in public beta. That's <laughs> and true. everyone knew it wasn't ready. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> that's about true. the beta, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I don't know. Maybe this is just my like personal feelings on like kind of how these things work. But when does it I don't become see, When does it become what?
2: watergate i don't
1: think it ever well no. you if you break in and steal something then it becomes but,
0: like
2: Watergate. but i but i mean the reporting on that story which was truly a like the people needed to know when did the people need to know about a video game practice gotcha what, what's the line
1: no i don't think there is a line i think yeah. that anything is fair game for being reported on
0: yeah yeah, it's like the job of the reporters, right? Yeah. If something's out there, they got to report on it. That's what, that's what it's there for.
1: Weren't you the ones who just read that <laughs> quote that you loved?
2: <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I, I have, don't... I have nothing wrong with the quote. It's putting it at the top of a video game <laughs> re- leaking article. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think that
2: uh,
1: it, it's... I don't know. To me, video games, like I said, are so non consequential yeah as far as like being released or leaked or Mm -hmm. anything yeah it might hurt the bottom line of a game if it's a a shit game like fallout 76 or something but like the end of the day or like anthem anthem still made a shit ton of money Mm -hmm. and it what it's i mean it's not like the they don't send pre-release copies to reviewers right like these things are gonna happen anyways like the reviews are gonna come out before people buy them or not yeah. so like if someone gets a leak before the review copies go out or whatever i don't know i don't yeah, it's think it's really gonna, gonna affect too much let's so say I you don't find, see...
0: you find the um uh the, the flash drive you pop it in it's for whatever new game that you're looking forward to and it has it's a cut scene of like the last scene and it gives away a major spoiler. What would you do with that? Send it to him. See, I think that's the thing that I would be like I'm not going to send this. All this does is ruin the game for people. I'd I'd send it. I don't
2: think I don't think Kotaku would report on that. I think they would pull facts from it, maybe yeah. if there's a character that would uh, impede <laughs> people's interest, but no, I don't think they would do like spoilers is completely separate from leaks i think they have enough integrity to not do that
0: depending because like uh that the
1: who i who i i don't feel it's up to me to decide what's newsworthy or what should be published or not that's really kind of what it boils down to if i get something i'm going to send it to outlets and they can decide whether or not it's newsworthy it leaked spoiler alert if you
0: haven't seen endgame by now it leaked that iron man died in endgame and people, you like, weaponized it and, like, put it in every comment section about every fucking, like, article about it. Like, that was pretty shitty. I saw that it happened before I went and saw the movie opening night.
1: Did it ruin the movie for you?
0: No, because I forgot about it (laughs) the time it happened because the movie was pretty good. But still, it was still shitty. So, like, if something leaked like that, it would suck because... Not because it leaked, but because people would, like
1: forcefully yeah. do that but yeah i don't know that's i don't think that's on me or on the reporters either yeah I oh no it's, it's
0: not but i would think that if i had it i'd be like people are gonna be shitty with this i'm just gonna fucking get rid of it i'm not put a, it in a drawer I'm not a moral compass maybe after maybe after it came out i'd be like ha ha i had this beforehand but i didn't want people to be shitty. and everyone's about- gonna
2: be
1: like no you didn't dude <laughs> true <laughs> cool. like, yeah cool bro cool yep <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I came into this kind of, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just so idealistic. I was kind of, I, I was finding any reason to be against the leaks. And mm-hmm. the more and more I researched, the more I found they were either A, inconsequential in and yeah. stuff I either knew about and shrugged or B, exposed some pretty shady business practices that, yeah, people should probably know before they buy the game.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's kind of the lens that I take it from it, too, because like, I don't know, coming from a political world and like the kind of things that I see all the time are Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's people doing dumb things that should be reported on. That people don't know about so right. it's whistleblowers and things like that which i'm not comparing obviously leaks to whistleblowers because yeah. i'm saying like video game leaks are so inconsequential compared mm-hmm. to some of those things yeah that i don't see any kind of i don't know i just ve- feel like there's no reason to kind of be mad about leaks yeah unless yeah. you're like you it's your company and like shit's happening like yeah i mean i understand why they get mad but like that's kind of on you and your people to mm. kind of have either the integrity to not do that kind of stuff or to i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say overwatch has like, leaks
0: yeah. constantly there's somebody on the Overwatch or to
1: just team. weaponize your leaks like yeah. overwatch does like mm-hmm. like yeah. uh call of duty did mm-hmm. like yeah use them to your benefit yeah you're not The closest stop thing
2: them. I can think of is that Anthem link where they got a direct email, from, you know, one of the head supervisors saying, Hey, the business plan, which by the way, just never write down your evil business plan, never do it. <laughs> right? Right? Don't is email It's to release a shitty game and make it good over time. hmm. Yeah. Get the um, No
0: Man's Sky effect. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I don't know. So, I leaks i don't yeah i just feel like there's so little to be lost yeah from leaks in the video game world that i don't think it and by the time
0: the game comes out like people don't even really
1: yeah remember them. and it's i feel like it's such a different culture around games than it is for like movies right because it's not like that. plot points and plot yeah. points are rarely, very rarely what leaks from a
0: game yeah it's usually characters or, yeah. it'd like, or it'd
1: be like it'd be like people getting mad that you know who the director of photography is on a movie. Cause you know right. what the movie's going to look like. Now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. that comes out well before yeah. the movie does. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. Like, yeah.
2: The only thing I can see that's annoying with like when somebody realized that when that leak happened to Ubisoft where they said, Hey, there's actually, they're working on two different Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. is that you don't get to control when the hype starts and now your your ad campaign needs to be you know however month, many yeah. months many months long shift than you thought it, yeah. be.
1: but um, even then like just do what yeah. Nintendo does like yeah star fox is coming out or what elder scrolls does yeah it's coming out wait we'll tell what? you more when we have more yeah, yeah but yeah. like what yeah what about it yeah, hype it up
0: go ahead cool. like, sure if you're that hyped about it here's a freaking title screen yeah
1: cool that's yeah, what have, we got for have you have fun you've been asking <laughs> like, that's
0: what we have for you yeah
1: see, yeah it's i don't fun. know i think it's yeah it's just like it, or just like weaponize your leaks
0: or you can just like these fable 4 rumors if there's any truth to them and someone's seen fable 4 you can just be like microsoft and be like i don't
1: know yeah if they say they did then maybe they did but uh, don't, <laughs> they, don't ask me
0: they just like don't say anything and that's another way to control your leaks is if it's not like a picture or whatever even if it was a picture and someone's like this must be philip or you could just be like "Nah," eh, not say shit about it yeah but like philip so yeah. like, 4 i gotta go back <laughs> <gotta>
1: go but <laughs> have you seen i gotta have go seen my, my car series like
0: my, my, my car is parked right out front i gotta go <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I don't know it's it's an interesting kind of idea because uh, yeah how much, how much does it how much can it hurt mm-hmm. the bottom line of companies and like if it does like that's shitty and it kind of yeah. sucks for them but like there's probably a reason it's hurting your bottom line because you were making a shitty game mm-hmm. like if anything I, hypes or leaks are going to hype up games and make more money for companies I feel yeah. like
2: I, yes I can't think of a scenario other than like straight up pirating an entire game where leaking information doesn't help a good honest driven company
1: yeah yeah Yeah, and like maybe it messes up your advertising budget or your advertising plans but But now you
2: also have the internet doing it for you exactly yep yeah free advertising there is no such news as bad news no bad news bad news is good
1: there's no such so, thing as bad press. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, you help him out. You won't help me out with. Jafar. I had no idea
1: what you were saying, so uh, it's true. you can look at it.
0: <laughs> um, let's go to trivia. Uh, last week, tri- last well, two weeks ago now, the trivia was: What was the first D and D video game? What year did it come out? Mm-hmm. And the answer was 1988, Pool. which I got right. You come did on. just give it to me. Toss it out there. Neil got it right. 1988. Game called Pool of Radiance. That's pretty cool. Hey,
2: that's, a, that's a spell, right? I don't know.
1: Pool of Radiance? I don't think so.
2: Okay. Never mind. I shouldn't be talking
1: about d and <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then I have trivia this week. So I, I have a twofer for you. What is the best-selling arcade game mm-hmm. ever? All time. All time. Mm-hmm. And or... How many different shapes of the four connected blocks are there in Tetris? How many different shaped tetrominoes are there? I'm trying to count them, but it right. Wait, chat, anyway. Chat? Are, are these any, the same any, shape? Uh, no. That is, yes.
0: It's <laughs> the same shape. Also, yeah. What are you talking about, Neil? Yes, they are. There's only one. No, there's two of There's
1: those. two L's. You're right. And there's and, two Z's. There's two Z's. Yeah. I think anyway, if you think you know, and the there's answer. four T's.
2: I think there's seven.
1: And there can't y, be four T's. Block. One T is one T. <laughs> well, go, it goes four different ways.
2: The there's T. seven shapes. I always forget about that one. The what way I'm counting it, there are seven shapes. What are they? Well, no, that's for next week. I, we gotta find it. Oh wait, there. Okay, this doesn't confirm I'm right, but I yeah. think there's there's two Z's. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's there's two. a T. That's three. There's a line. Four. There's a square. Five. There's two L's.
1: Okay, seven. So
0: Neil thinks there's seven. If you want to guess, go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> please, if
2: you want to guess, please just scream it in whatever room you're listening. <laughs> just yell it out there. Just got yell a, that number out there. You
0: don't need to tell anybody. You just for yourself. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> um, you can also email your uh, guesses to yep. uh, ginkuspodcast at gmail
0: Yep, and we'll read them. Yeah. Read your guesses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. Before we go, Clinton, anything you want to say?
1: Uh, I don't know. Not really. Yeah. It's the new year. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. So, warm each other's hearts yeah. with words of kindness.
2: Aww. Neil, Shut what do you up, want to say with your new
0: <laughs> microphone? I have to go clean my bathroom floor. <laughs> Neil's going to go clean his bathroom floor. I'm going to say uh, try divinity, man. It's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, play it. Like oh. becoming a god?
0: Yeah, try to become a god. Okay. Um, and then. Play the game about it. See how similar it is. All right. Because
2: if it's different. It's probably
1: easier to just become a god than play Divinity.
2: (laughs) So easy. Step one find a bunch of virgins. Step two, God.
0: (laughs) Weird. Anyway, that's going to be the last. That's how we're ending the show this week. So we'll see you guys next week with new topics and more video games.
2: See you later.